Blog Talk Radio. Now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in your area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's a mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really could have devoured him And from that point then we hear a name change Rearrange the game so now we gotta change uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up. You are now listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am really, really excited to bring this person back. This person is a legend in the business, one of the most popular tag team uh, uh, specialists in all of professional wrestling, former tag team champion in uh, and, and, and various promotions, former WWE star, uh, you know, we, we've talk, he, he's been on the show a couple of times. We talked about how the Killer Bees should have been the WWE Tag Team Champions, but some things happened, some promises weren't kept. But at the same time, there are legends in the business. So I'd like to bring to you in episode 346, none other, once again, to talk about the very first Survivor Series of 1987, 31 years ago. Here he is, Jumping Jim Brunzel. How are you tonight, sir? Thirty-one years back.
Mm-hmm. And I remember getting in early and going right to bed because it was a long day for study in the morning and then they wanted to and you know, they wanted us to eat you know, Thanksgiving meal before we wrestled. A lot of guys were sort of uh, not anticipating <laughs> so to speak. Do you think that you and, and, and Brian were victims of that as well?
exactly what he wanted to do. Um, <laughs> he just sort of fell by the wayside. And, and I'll, I'll bring a, 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 an example of that. Uh, I was the ultimate warrior. Uh, Jimmy Elwick, you know, who came as a bodybuilder. Shit, I don't, I don't, I don't think he ever, you know, uh, made any dense wrestling anywhere. But all of a sudden, you know, Vince uh, uh, liked his persona, a big bodybuilder, and, and that sort of reckless in the ring. And, and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> he was was the heir apparent. Yeah. He made millions of dollars. WWE name, and he uh, said that using the lower end is about a hundred thousand, uh, and you know even even that, you know what I mean? Just just the uh, compared to you know thirty years ago when you know when you were popular. Now around around that time, what were your uh, salaries looking like? You know, I think ours was quite a lot ninety-five, about a hundred, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Contracts too, right?
made a, a, a twenty-five to $3,500 a week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, no matter how much they work, and then if, you know, something varies, you know, and that, that was probably the case a lot, you know. So, and I think that was, that was everybody. And then, you know, uh, they had the standard uh, pay-per-view, you know, at that time they didn't have many, you know, they had the WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and they had Survivor Series, and they had, uh, a couple of King of the Ring or whatever else the hell they had, but, you know, you, uh, you got paid a fair amount of money, but nothing like you're getting paid now. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the higher, the higher ends are in the millions, so, yeah, that's, that's big. I think, I think, I think I know, we're all in the millions of Savage, was he up there? Uh, I think he was for the Gotcha. since you have to pay all your expenses and you know independent you're an independent contractor so no insurance no you know <laughs> you got to pay for your travel lodging all of that yeah <laughs> yeah mm, wow yeah and a lot of times you had to drive right Before we close, great conversation. I appreciate the uh, the trip down memory lane here. <laughs> um, it, so, so the first Survivor Series was was November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty seven. That was actually on Thanksgiving night. Now, uh, when did y'all fly in to um, to, to Richfield uh, Township? It was the night before. Okay, so Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So did you? So did they advise you to just kind of have Thanksgiving that uh, that Wednesday with the family, and and you all hung out, you know, Wednesday night. Oh, on the road. Okay, so yeah. Ah, okay. Gotcha. losing pounds the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure, Jim. I appreciate you taking your time out tonight on this, uh, uh, the, the heels of the uh, Survivor Series 31 years later. And, you know, you were able to not only participate uh, in the Survivor Series, but be uh, part of the winning team. Not only, not only that, 
uh, be one of the, uh, the, the, the sole survivors of the uh, 10 on 10 Survivor Series tag team match. I had a bunch of legendary tag teams. Uh, my last question before you, you go, Jim, tonight is do you ever think that the WWE would put the Killer Bees in the Hall of Fame? But I, I, I don't think so, and, and, and I'd love to actually the Killer Bees and the High Flyers, but you know, Greg Dunn and I were the successful thing. Oh, yeah. And the World Championship belts in two different occasions. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we were together for 10 years, and Brian and I were off and on, you know, for five years. And, um, you know, always hope, but, uh, you know, I see different people going in there. And, you know, we, uh, at least, I know, uh, as an individual, I, I sort of fuck uh, you know, a lot of different things. I'm involved in this, you know, this uh, head trauma machine deal um, against, uh, which is a lot of the projects against it. And uh, it, 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 it has nothing personally to do with this. It's just of what transpired you know, during my employee, my employee, blessing in and of itself and maybe you know maybe you have another 25 years on this earth and uh pass like stan lee did at 95 yeah Uh, the man, the legend, 
Jumping Jim Brunzel. You can get it from uh, Google Books, actually. Uh, it's only three. It's only three years old, uh, listeners. So uh, be sure to check it out. I'm sure there's some awesome, awesome stuff, and I'm looking forward to diving into it myself. I'm currently working on my PhD dissertation, so I'm putting a lot of uh, books on my uh, reservoir to, to to read uh, when I'm done uh, researching stuff for my dissertation. So uh, I'll put this one on my docket. Uh, and uh, get get going at it and take a trip further down memory lane. Thanks a lot. Been a pleasure, Jim. Thanks a lot, man. Bye-bye. Pancakes and Power Slams, 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio, featuring weekly interviews from WWE, NNXT, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, and NWA. Join us live every Tuesday at www.blogtalkradio.com slash pancakes and power slams. That's www. BlogTalkRadio.com slash pancakes and power slams. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live and living color getting funky like a monkey, if you will. We're going to have some fun as we do, as always. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, once again, thank you to Jumping Jim Brunzel. For coming on the show tonight. Um, just a, a wonderful trip down memory lane for uh, Survivor Series 1987. So I guess the, uh, how old were you in 1987? Uh, Survivor Series 1987, for all the per- people listening on, on the chat room and all, everybody listening on uh, when this is taped on Thursday, I mean, when this is uh, live on Tuesday at YouTube, for those looking at it, on the, uh, I think I call it the Attitude Era version, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, Thursday night on Facebook, uh, the Tuesday night version on Facebook, which airs on Thursday nights, the Attitude Era version is what I like to call it. Uh, how were you in 1987 watching uh, the, Survivor, the Survivor Series, the very first Survivor Series of the series? <laughs> Meaning to be redundant there, not meaning to be redundant, but so what? I was redundant. Uh, so let's uh, have some fun. How were you uh, watching the very first of our series? Now let's before we get into any headlines, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of craziness going on. Becky Lynch out, Daniel Bryan turns heel, Hulk Hogan possibly banned again. The world, the wacky world of the WWE via professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. But let's uh, let's go down memory lane 1987 survivor series how old were you what do you remember uh what are some of the uh, awesome uh, memories that you can recall from the from the survivor series um there's a lot of memories to have for the for the survivor series i remember it being on thanksgiving like right on thanksgiving and um yeah, it was like a Thanksgiving tradition. And, and the funny thing about that is that as many, I think I, I remember having a conversation. I forgot what wrestler I talked about. Um, no sound, no sound. Okay, let me fix that. 
Okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. Let me fix that for you all. Um, keep hearing the, okay, now I see all the chat. I don't know what's going on. You can't hear me. I, uh, I apologize for that. Um, hmm, let me get that fixed for everybody. Let me get that fixed. Outside, outside. Okay. <laughs> well. He said I can relive. Okay. Is this better at all? Better, better, better. Can you hear me? 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 Um, my the live YouTube said that there weren't any sound. Just crazy. Because it that never happens. Always good. It always happens. Um, you can hear me now. I keep hearing all good. There you go. We good? We good? We good? Okay. There we go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Appreciate that. I have no idea what happened there, <laughs> but uh, we got we got sound. Thank you, Gabriel, Brandon, uh, Jump Tube, uh, Rail, Joey. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you all. Appreciate appreciate all. Thank you, CJ, uh, Malty. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we got. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, but thank you all. Appreciate your appreciate all your patience and uh, <laughs> all the craziness. Despite all the craziness, uh, okay. Just uh, I did. I made another minor adjustment. Do you all still hear me? Do you all still hear me? Check, check, check. Do you hear me? You all still? We good? We good? Everybody good? Chris sound turn heel. Yes, it's it's out. Yes, Brandon, turn heel like Daniel Bryan tonight. What in the world is that all about? So uh, let me know uh, if you still, um, we good? We good, we good? Okay, Joker, yep, good, good, good. Gary, good. Okay, cool. Michael, Tammy, stuff. All right, so let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, so <laughs> before <laughs> before the, the sound turn heel, uh, awesome, awesome, Brandon, Charles, Gabriel, and stuff, guys. All right, so we're gonna have some fun. Um, let's do it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I put over my no sound well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right, so uh, we got some fun people joining the chat room. For those who are just, uh, for those who are turn, tuning in the first time, this is a very interactive show. Okay, so uh, thank you so much for your support uh, for this 346th episode of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I am Chris Featherstone, of course, uh, and we have this thing going on. We have this PNP Nation, okay? Ask Chris, 
hashtag ask Chris, and we do this uh, every time. And oh, thank you, Gary. I appreciate your. Of course, this is a family. I ain't gonna act all proud and pretend that uh, no crazy stuff happens uh, <laughs> within this show. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have some fun uh, every week. For those new on the chat, very interactive. Um, uh, we we have some fun every single week. Uh, we have the hashtag Ask Chris. Uh, if you want to ask about any type of exclusive stuff, if I know it, I'll let you know. Uh, if you want to ask anything about my life as a professional wrestling fan, as a professional journalist, anything wrestling related, let's have it. Let's get some. Let's have some fun and let's uh, let's do it. So. We always have a, a great time here on the Pancakes of Power Sam show. And for those who join the chat room every week, they will attest to, to the fact that uh, we have uh, so much, so much fun. We also have trivia every week. Uh, this week is going to be exclusively Survivor Series like it was last year. Pans and Slams is the best by far. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, uh, thank you, Malty. Uh, I love this podcast because it's great and interactive. Thank you so much for all your support. You are all awesome. And you're making the people, you're making the first timers uh, and the, uh, make you know, great welcoming for the first timers, guys. You're awesome. The show is awesome. I'm here every week. Thank you, Brandon. I really, really appreciate that. All right. So, so uh, we got Hogan. We got Daniel Bryan. He'll turn, which is crazy. So, a uh, lot to talk about tonight. Uh, all all Survivor Series um, trivia tonight. So let's start right into the first Survivor Series trivia question. Who cashed in his Money in the Bank contract to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at the 2015 Survivor Series? Who cashed in um, his Money in the Bank uh, contract to win the World Heavyweight Championship at the 2015 Survivor Series. Let's get some of these acts quick. Um, boycott Survivor Series. I, you know what, you know what, Gary, I um, this card is weak. Um, I'm just not a fan of just uh. This card, you know, it's funny because Becky and, and Ronda was what I was looking forward to the most. Now Becky's out. So, I mean, Daniel, a heel Daniel Bryan against a heel Brock Lesnar. This, I don't get it. I mean, we're, we'll talk more about Daniel Bryan, but if you want to turn him heel, which I'm not a fan of, but if you want to turn him heel, why did that have to be before Survivor Series? Are you trying to... For some reason, it seems like we may get a Drew McIntyre Brock Lesnar feud. It seems like they're kind of indirectly trying to change, try, trying to make Lesnar a babyface going into a Survivor Series because it, it's quite clear, quite clear that Daniel Bryan is the heel uh, here, based on this, you know, what he did with AJ Styles. Just a weird development right before Survivor Series. It's confusing. It's quite confusing. Uh, let's get some of these Ask Chris questions. Uh, uh, I am asking, um, do I think AJ Styles is hurt? 
I haven't heard anything about AJ Styles being hurt. Um, I, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I can try to find out, reach to some people and find out, but I haven't heard anything about AJ Styles being hurt. Uh, it seems like they're trying to. It, it, it clearly it clearly shows what they're trying to do as far as a development for um, post Survivor Series. So I did. I have heard that. Samoa Joe was hurt, so you really don't have a strong heel uh, to go against Styles. Uh, but just it's just weird, it's just, it's quite weird. Heel Brian versus uh, Shawn Michaels at 35. Yeah, I think we'll get Michaels and, and Taker. A uh, bunch of cool ask Chris questions. Gary asking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, tell me why I want to see a heel Daniel Bryan get squashed by Brock Lesnar because, in my opinion, if Lesnar doesn't squash Bryan, then it hurts his character. Yeah, I mean, yes. I, I agree. I mean, if, if the, the David and Goliath story works if Goliath is bigger than David. I mean, why in the world would you have any type of David versus Goliath type of anything with Daniel Bryan being the heel and Brock Lesnar being the babyface. You you could have set up like it was a dream match, Bryan versus Lesnar at Mania, the ultimate, you know, comeback story, ultimate David versus Goliath story. But for some reason, you still have Lesnar as a heel. He hasn't done anything that's changed into a babyface. And now you have Daniel Bryan as a heel. It's just a weird development. It's so it's so weird. Um, let's see what else we got in the Axe Chris questions. Uh, very good Axe Chris questions so far. Uh, also, trivia on deck. I'm sure, once again, uh, who cashed in the Money in the Bank contract to win uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship? at the 2005 Survivor Series. Once again, Ask Chris, hashtag Ask Chris. Um, do I think Brian's heel is uh, long-term, Stephen's asking. Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I really think that they're just kind of deprived of, of good heels right now. Honestly, um, and it seems like what they're going to do with Daniel Bryan is just uh, really have him feud against Styles because you saw on Styles in the promo he was talking about how he um, he ha- he beat everybody and nobody else to fight. So, yeah, you know, very interesting. You know what, Brandon? I think you brought. I think you bring a good point. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like a Daniel Bryan heel turn is an excuse for to have Brock Lesnar massacre him. I think that's a very, very good point, actually. Michael's asking who's replacing Charlotte Flair for the Women's SmackDown team. Um, also a good question. Uh, who do they have now? They didn't even announce a fifth. Did they announce a fifth? Because I know they had four last week. So do you have the Iconics? Do you have both of the Iconics? I'm sure that WWE will announce it. I think as of last week, they had four out of five. 
and now you have Charlotte out, so you only have three, Naomi, Carmel, and Asuka. So I think, well, no, no, you have, you do have Sonya Deville. So you have Carmella, Naomi, Asuka, Sonya Deville, so you need one more. So I think you put in, um, what, Mandy Rose, what are the options now? <laughs> Mandy Rose, Billy Kay, or Peyton Royce? I think probably like a Peyton Royce. Because I don't see Mandy Rose, honestly, I, I don't see it. Um, all right, cool. Good Ask Chris questions. Michael's asking, love the Daniel Bryan Hill turn these characters getting stale. I, I don't, honestly. Uh, just a, just a, Daniel Bryan is a, uh, a, a tried and true babyface. That's why it didn't work with the whole no thing. It didn't really work that much. So, but, you know, he was getting booed. So, you know, <laughs> far so good. We'll see after Survivor Series. Um, I think it could have waited, honestly. I think it could have waited. So, uh, Martino's asking, uh, why didn't um, Raw retaliate? I think because the Raw, um, I think Raw's going to win. So I think you kind of had SmackDown one up Raw because at the end, um, you know, Raw's going to win probably. Uh, I am asking, uh, he'll ask Chris, uh, he'll Daniel Bryan versus AJ for Royal Rumble. Which face can take on he'll Daniel Bryan for WrestleMania? I don't even know if he'll be healed by WrestleMania, but if he does remain heel as champion at WrestleMania, um, I don't want to see AJ, uh, Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Pick one. See, I, here's here's my honest opinion. I would like to see Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura as a babyface again because Nakamura's heel turn is just terrible. I would I would prefer that. I would prefer for Nakamura to win the the, the title. But as far as the list of babyfaces right now on the SmackDown roster that can have a Mania type of big stage match. I know they're not going to do it with Jeff Hardy. Um, Ray, maybe? Do we see Ray versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship? Uh, still doesn't, still, still not a big, still not a mania type of field to me, honestly. So, Seamus is the correct answer. Good job. I'm about to bring in my boy Evan Tech Trout, the co host with the most. Uh, Flavor of the Week. Uh, the end of the show we have a random discussion topic every week called the flavor of the week this is what we developed last week the best current wwe theme song so we did the play-in game the play-in for all the circles the play-ins so here is the bracket we're going to figure out fans choice who the best wwe theme song is so we're going to have some good fun with that gabriel's asking ask chris do you think the trios tag team titles will work in WWE like the New Day have the titles so all three members can be in the match like tonight on SmackDown? No, um, I like the idea of a trios championship. I like it in New Japan. I like it in Ring of Honor. Uh, WWE have too many people, too many championships. As we saw with Shinsuke Nakamura, they're just 
terribly booking him as U.S. champ. So, no, I don't think it'll work. <laughs> Honestly, unfortunately, I don't think it'll work. Uh, let's do a one more trivia question before we get into the headlines. Um, here we go. Who retained the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series 2013? Who retained the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series 2013? Jerry's asking, do you think Brock refused to lose to AJ? Well, so they took the title so he can squash Brock. Uh, you mean Dan Bryan? Okay, okay. Typo. Squash Dan Bryan. Not Brock. That's a good point. That's a good point, actually. Um, I think that that probably will happen, honestly. Um, Brock could probably squash Daniel Bryan. You know, probably AJ. Uh, AJ seems, from what I know, he's a, he's, a, he's a company guy. I don't think he'd mind jobbing to him, probably the way they want it. Probably, probably not. It's, it's something had to happen. So. Um. All right, good stuff, great stuff. I think there was one more. Okay, I see Cody, no. Big E, Brandon. Brandon usually is on it with the trivia. Good job, Brandon. On it with the trivia. Uh, one more. Um, uh, Shane versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Uh, could be, yeah, it could be, yeah. Since, since Daniel Bryan's the heel now, Seems like um, Shane was supposed to be the heel, but it doesn't seem like they're doing that now. It seems like Daniel Bryan's the heel now. It may have been a Shane thing, but now it's a Daniel Bryan thing. Um, Rickson is asking uh, for worker safety. Should Nia Jax be fired? Oh, man. Um, yikes. Yeah. Nia Jax is not uh matter of fact <laughs> Evan Tech Prout likes Nia Jax and he's a Nia Jax fan. Uh I haven't really been sold on Nia Jax ever, honestly. Uh there's been times where she has uh been very um she has not been safe in the ring at all. We saw that against uh the, the the uh shoulder breaker against Charlotte that one time on Raw where she almost broke her neck. I think there was a time against either Alicia Fox or Sasha Banks that she just did a, a horrible job. Um so yeah, it, she's not she's not done a good job at all. Um doing making anybody's life better in the WWE ring. So she hasn't got a she it hasn't been as bad as it was, but man, like why would you even why would you even throw just a straight shot, straight arm jab against anybody? It just I don't know. Maybe maybe her hair is being pulled out or something and I just don't understand. I heard that she got a little heat for it too. I mean, at, at this point, it's like enough's enough. So, Evan Tech Prout, hey yo, <clears throat> what's going on? What's going on, guys? What's going on, brother? Man. Getting ready for the the Survivor Series. Let me let me, let me correct something. <laughs> One, I'm not an Ajax fan. I just find her very attractive. It's two totally different things. 
She killed. She <laughs> literally. They 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 chat. Joe's going to kill you. I said before it needs to be Jack. She dropped Charlotte on her head. She didn't catch Charlotte that time doing the moonsault. She just let her fall on her face. She almost killed Sasha Banks' shoulder. Let's not forget she did the bill on Bailey one time on Raw. Almost tore her shoulder out of socket. I mean this woman. I'm like God. I'm in, I I met the woman. Me, and you talked off air. I was at the same hotel as in the Raw 25. Pleasant girl, it is she's reckless. Gosh, is yeah. I, I just find her attractive. That's it. But there's nothing to do. I'm not a fan of her in the ring. Her voice is annoying. <clears throat> the song is right. She's not like most girls. It's like they kind of they try to channel that how China was in like 1999, 2000, 2001. They kind of try to channel it with her. But at the end of the day, now you Jax. She says it's Samoan blood. So she always will have the plot protection. Had this been yeah. any other chick that was not a Samoan, and I'm friends with the Samoan family, the Noah family. I know them. I'm friends with them. I'm nothing against them, but real is real. If you a Samoan, and if you're a Flair, or if you Snoop Dogg's cousin, you safe for life. Yeah. Yeah. Had it been better. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Girl. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, girl. girl. Right. If, if you if you don't fall yeah. in one of the four categories, you're done. Had this been Bailey, yeah. one of the Riot Squads, or I say like a legend, like a Trish or a Mickey James, that's different. But a Riot Squad or a Bailey or you know who I can't think of anybody. A Becky Lynch, well, I mean, pre the nosebleed, we'll get to that. She would have been gone. She would have been demoted to NXT, something. But it's uh, and I'll ask something real quick about Hill Bryant. Could do this. I don't. I think a fan has said uh, maybe Brock didn't want to job to AJ. You know, maybe AJ didn't want to go. Let's not forget. I believe it was two years ago. It was AJ against Brock at the Survivor Series. Good match. AJ got a good amount of offense. Brock won. I just think maybe Vince decided to do something different. Who knows? AJ could decide to throw in his rematch clause, and it could be a triple threat. We know WWE's famous for last-minute triple threat matches. Sunday morning we could wake up a triple threat match. They could do that. Also, the teasing McIntyre. What was that? It's it's been a while, Evan, but this is what – I got to bring this back for the triple threat. No triple threat. I, I hope not. <laughs> but we are talking about WWE. So, also, too, maybe McIntyre can interfere. They keep trying to tease this McIntyre against Brock, which is kind of cool. But should we really believe that McIntyre is going to be a threat to Brock? Come on now. I mean, y'all pushing him to be yeah. strong, but Brock's to beat everyone. So, who mm-hmm. is that left? To believe that could be Brock besides Reigns, and we know you know Reigns is gonna be gone for a minute. So I, I don't uh, know. He'll he, Daniel uh, Bryan is and AJ keep getting kicked in the, in the private parts every time he turns someone. It's like that must be a prerequisite. Become heel, gotta kick him in the private part. <laughs> yeah, there were two people who turned heel on him in 2018. 
both of them found that his uh, AJ Jules was the w- way to go <laughs> to make that happen. So, uh, um, uh, uh, and like you said, Gabriel Survivor said, Series card is is weak. I mean, gosh, this reminds mm-hmm. me of Survivor. I mean, we can we go. I mean, the Survivor Series with my good old buddy Chuck Norris '94 that was on Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. gosh. Matter of fact, go to Survivor Series Gang Wars. This card is weak. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. weak. Maybe. But we, I don't know, maybe Sting can show up. Maybe they can have Taker do a cameo or something. Come on. Why would you bring in the GOAT in this conversation as far as, I, I'm, as I, this I'm just saying, man, this, this Survivor Series is so whack and weak. They got to do some cameo. The GOAT have Taker come out, have Kane do a born promo, something. I mean, Bret Hart show up with his jean shorts, something. <laughs> something. I, this, oh, man. I'm looking more forward to NXT War Games 2 than the Survivor Series. And hopefully the War Games cage yeah. have a roof. Speaking of War Games, uh, Charles asking, ask Chris for Velveteen Dream when the NXT title will take over. I... Hope so. I, I surely, surely, yeah. surely hope so. <clears throat> um, all right, so let's get into Hogan talk. Got a lot of people asking, what about the Hogan talk, brother? Um, all right, so Malty's asking, have I heard any call-ups after Star Series? Uh, looks like they're waiting. It looks like Aleister Black may be up there. Maybe uh, I've heard of Aleister Black. I don't know when, but uh, I have heard yeah, of Aleister too. Black. Yeah. Any um, heat? Gary's asking any heat between I and Becky backstage. No, I have not that I know of. No, I haven't heard, of haven't heard anything. anything. I think it was a Becky thing. I think it was a matter of just Nia because she had her head down and she was just kind of doing kind of some haymakers. Why would you do that though? All right, Gabriel's asking. Uh, do, I think, do I see Jack Swagger and Wade Barrett in Impact soon? Since LU and Impact has a so they have a um, working relationship. Yeah, I can see definitely Swagger. Barrett's not doing. He's wrestling. not doing much right now. Um, yeah. Well, in Lucha Underground, he's kind of doing, you know, kind of like an authority type role. Of, you know, that's what he's been doing. He, he doesn't he doesn't wrestle much or if at all anymore. Swagger, yeah, I can definitely see Swagger in there. I can I can text him actually. I, uh, I uh, spoke to him recently. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll check and see. All right. Uh, so one more question before we get into Hogan, brother. Um, who won the WWE Tag Team Championship at the 2012 Survivor Series? Uh, who won the Tag Team Championship at the uh, 2002 Survivor Series? Um uh, Rixana, if you didn't watch, if you didn't have to watch Survivor Series for work, would you watch? That's a good question. Yeah, Jake Strong is his name. Um, I would the last. Man, it's been it's been, a, it's, been so, it's been so weak. I just yeah, I mean, but you know, it's, uh, I think I think for us, even though we gotta watch it for work because it's what we do, I just think just the fan in us. Just to know that, okay, it's, it's the Survivor Series. You know, just, just yeah, for just, old time's sake to watch it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think that's a good point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, headline. Let's get into Hogan talk. Here we go. Good job, Brandon. The constant, he is the trivia king. Los Guerreros went in a triple threat match. I'm not mistaken. Um, your first answer was wrong. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, all right, so so Hogan. Um, so definitely shout out, definitely credit uh, the Wrestling Observer Live for this. Uh, based on uh, Hogan, there was the information that is being told is WWE. This is this is reported from Wrestling Observer Live. Um, WWE's been told. Um, WWE's been told no Hogan. No, do not mean the, the social media has been told do not mention Hogan. The 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 point of that is uh, to have him. Come back in the states, you know, have like a grand entrance in the states. And I mentioned this before, like a week, like I think last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about um, uh, Crown Jewel, and I did say, you know, it, it was quite obvious that um, they they had him come into Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, because he would be receptive a lot better, you know, in Saudi Arabia, as opposed to a New York or Chicago crowd, which it would be a big, uh, it'd be a big risk, you know, that he probably, he probably get booed by quite a bit of people, um, but he might, he might have been booed out the arena. So after three and a half year absence, having him come back, uh, you know, in a tough crowd or really just a, any crowd in the United States would, you know. It would run the risk of him not getting a, a warm reception, a warm comeback reception at all. So that was the point of him going to Saudi Arabia. Uh, but you know, Wrestling Observers reporting that they were told he was told uh, they, they were told no uh, Hogan on, on social media kind of still um, still warm the United States crowd up for Hogan and he'll probably make a, he'll probably probably see him in four and a half months. Uh, so we'll probably see Hogan at Mania. He did talk to Orlando, the Orlando Sentinel, Sentinel, and he did say that he uh, was appearing at both Crown Jewel and uh, WrestleMania. So probably, Hogan will probably, um, He'll probably host WrestleMania. The only thing is, WrestleMania is in one of the uh, one of the toughest crowds <laughs> in all of professional wrestling. Um, the New York crowd. It's in New Jersey, in the New York in the, in the nation. So that would be a very interesting way of bringing Hogan back. Um, yeah, I don't see him bring. I don't see him coming back to. Rumble's in what Phoenix? Uh, it's, it's in the stadium this year. Uh, next year, I think so. Right? Um, I think it's in it, the stadium in Phoenix. Oh um, yeah, like this. So, 
is Hogan. Is I I know for us to go to sing, but I've said this before. I say it again. It's Hogan. The man is the biggest star in professional wrestling history because he saved professional wrestling. Yes, we can argue the Rock. You can argue argue Austin. Why blah, 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 no, it's Hogan. It will never be a Hogan before or after. He will always be the biggest star in pro wrestling. And after Hogan, I give it to Austin because Austin was number two saving it. And I ain't forget about Bruno. Bruno's three, I get it. But and it's all about PR right now, you know, the, the racial stuff going on. You still got the riots and all of the, you know, the Me Too movement and the race wars and it's, all about PR, and and I, I get the move of why they was like no Hogan. I mean, they don't even mention him. They edit him out. I'm like, dang, they only mention the man name. They blacklisted him again. He's in the same list as Sid or <laughs> some of the other people that they kind of quietly blacklist. But I get the move at the end of the day. Hogan can show up in New York, which is a tough crowd. You know, here in Baltimore. We're a tough crowd. Chicago, he's still he's still going to get cheered. Come on, Al. He's Hogan. <laughs> and New York, they're yeah. going to need Hogan because New York is one of their is one of the biggest markets. Is New York City? I mean, even though it technically is you know in New Jersey, but still, MetLife, WrestleMania, Hogan's name attached. It's synonymous yeah. with the name. You got to have Hogan there. You know, you, is Taker going to be there? We don't know. Is Cena going to be there? I'm pretty sure. Is The Rock going to be there? We don't know. You got to have Hogan. So, I get the move, but for a U.S. crowd, it's Hogan, man. He's he's the man. Uh, he's he 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 legitimately is the man. Yeah, I, try, at this we, point, we, it's a. We, we just try not to be like the TNA Hogan. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where you're like, you know. Um, he paid his dues, you know, been, he's been out and, uh, you know, we got people in the, um, in the chat room saying that they'll still do Hogan. Um, you know, so, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you still, you still got flair, you know, all the stuff flair's done over the years, the shenanigan he's done, you know, it's JBL with the Nazi walk and they get, they got the MSNBC Kill his contract, that he still was able to travel overseas, even though he took kind of like a couple of years. You know what I mean? Um, it can be done. Like you say, he's paid his dues. He, people people just hold on and stuff. When it's not you, and you know saying in general public, when it's not them, people hold on to stuff forever. Had it be them, maybe one, come on now. The man that paid his dues, he's holding. Here's my take on it. I think it. I think it creates an adverse effect. I think it kind. Of, I think it's kind of counterproductive. Um, yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's kind of counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Right. If we, as a black guy, I think it's counterproductive if we don't forgive. You know, oh, cool. I yeah. think it's kind of. He made. He he, he did his. Here's the thing. No, by no, and I've said this before. By no means will I ever justify, you know, what he did and should have been fired. 
hands down. He's under the fire. And I also agree with Mark Henry that, you know, he needs to take strides and um and, and doing more and, and and kind of showing that he's apologized. Sure. Because exactly. a lot of people I know like they they accept him when he came came back, you know, during extreme rules and we cut the promo, you know, backstage. But, you know, there was some who were like, yeah, that didn't seem genuine. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good buddies with JTG, and he wrote an awesome piece uh, about just, uh, you know, him being a part of, you know, he, Hulk Hogan being a uh, part of his legacy. You know, I mean, this he he grew up with Hulk Hogan. He idolized Hulk Hogan, um, and you know, it, it really it really hurt him. So uh, Tammy said his apology came off. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's you know, it, <laughs> so, you know, and like and like you said, taking strides. An example with, with sports and with, with sports fans outside of wrestling is Michael Vick. You know, everything went down with the dogs, and look, look at the time it took for him taking strides. He did the, the PETA commercials, and he was talking to the kids, and you know, he did a lot of PR to build his reputation. He took those strides, like Mark Henry said, to kind of. Show the public, hey, you know, I made a mistake. This is what I did. I'm over it, and and it took him a little bit. Like and like Mark Henry said, the same thing with Hogan. Uh, somebody mentioned on my show earlier. Same thing is, you know, maybe going to a black college, talking to students, talking, doing commercials, you know, doing a lot of PR to show, hey, you're sorry, you shouldn't have did what you did, but hey, I'm trying to get past this. So that's a good point. Yeah, I think that that is the that is the ideal method. I think, um, but because here's what it boils down to, you know, I forgive Hogan, but I still think that he has um, <laughs> a ways to go as far as a, 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 a general consensus of people feeling like me. Because there are some people who just don't think he's sincere, and I and I can see that because, you know, you know, he I think it boils down to. Uh, are you kind of practice what you preach? It's like you know, uh, show me better. You can tell me type of thing. It's show me that you know you are uh, genuinely regretful for what you did. I mean, was it the liquor talking? Was it uh, a very tough point in your life? You know, there were talks. There was talks about Tess says he needs to call the world world star hip hop. That's funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, was it liquor talking? Was it, uh, you know, there big marital problems? I'm sure that there's a compilation of things that caused him to say what he did. But here's the thing: listen, I, I I'm really big into psychology. People know who listen to the show every week. I'm about to become a doctor in psychology, forensic psychology. So I always look at stuff like this and I think about what's going on in the mind. You see, and, and the thing is, Lexi just brought up a really, really good point. It wasn't a Freudian slip. This is psychology. It wasn't a Freudian slip. That was his ideology. That's hard to forgive. I understand that. And, and it wasn't the first time he was caught using that type of language. So, um, yeah, there there was some other time that um, Scott used the language, and, and he said before that uh, he didn't know that type of lingo. He didn't know that the N word was offensive because of how it grew up, which was the worst explanation I could ever hear in my life. I was like, 
he was like, he was like, I'm like, Hogan, listen, I'm on your side, dude. Like, I want you to get out of this. Uh, okay, so Malky's asking Lexi what the Freudian slip. It's a psychology term, of course, Sigmund Freud. Um, a lot of his research is very outdated, but a Freudian slip is basically like, if I say X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, and I'm, and I'm talking, and I'm like, um, blah, 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 blah. I hate black people. Oh, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and it's supposed to sound like it's, um, uh, I didn't intend to say it, but at the same time, it came out just naturally. It just slipped out, but it wasn't, it, it was what I felt, but I was being CPC and wanted to cover it up, but that slipped out. So, um, you know, of course, I don't. Personally, hate black people because I'm black and my wife is black and all my kids. So, um, but I like white people. I like Asians. I like Hispanics. I like every people. Um, so yeah, Tony's saying subconscious thought. Yeah. So basically, it just it just flips out. Um, so if I if I, yeah, so basically, Hogan did so. Um, Brandon uh, is giving me the Brandon is giving the chat room the uh, the legal definition, I guess. I think an, an unintentional error regarding the feeling, the conscious feeling. There you go. Small is that same thing for explaining Chris. Yep. Uh, Michael saying Fortean slip is that well, I just explained <laughs> accidentally brought out something that's the true feeling. What I just uh, what I just explained. So. Yeah, so I mean, it happens in happens in uh, politics a lot. Important <laughs> stuff happens on happens in media a whole lot. You know, someone's getting interviewed, and um, yeah, someone the, the the PC thing is to say, well, you know, I really I'm sorry for him and his family, and you know, I, the the Freudian slip comes in when I say say I'm really sorry for him and his family. Sometimes, well, I'm really sorry for him and his family, you know, so I didn't mean, I meant sometimes, but I wanted to keep it in a way that uh, wasn't offensive or, or something. So there you go. Hope that, hope that helps. Seems like it has helped um, with explaining a Freudian slip. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and, and Lexi brings up a good point. It probably wasn't a Freudian slip. I mean, it probably was a Freudian slip. It probably, unfortunately. So, all right, good stuff about Hogan. I think that we'll see him back in Russell brother. again. Um, brother, brother. Yeah. I've been told off air by some Hall of Famers other stories when relating to Hogan and this incident. Same way with Flair, but I always say, hey. You can't confirm or deny it if it's no tape. You know what I mean? If it's no videotape, no recording, I can't confirm or deny it. But I, I've have heard from legit sources and friends, some people we know meet you that would not mention on air about Hogan and his ways back in the day saying we were flare, but just to mention it, which is another reason why some people won't publicly mention it, why they feel Hogan isn't sincere, he's full of crap with his apology.
Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully this has changed them. Hopefully that, um, you know, he'll, hopefully he'll continue to be changed by this. Um, I think if he continues to get backlashed um, by this, we'll see, unfortunately. <laughs> Gabriel, Gabriel, you get a, you get a clap. Uh, can, can someone with the WWE have a choice? <laughs> Gabriel, you get an applause for tonight. Uh, where's my applause at? Yeah, I think that was absolutely hilarious. Um, there you go. There you go. So far, top of the night goes to Gabriel. Uh, can someone within WWE have a Freudian slip about Aiden? That is absolutely hilarious. Um, all right. So here's the thing. Um, I got a plug. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Uh, loves my, love my WrestleMania logos in the back here. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Thank you so much about that. Um, all right. So let me plug the Patreon account. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, over 100 interviews, uh, uh, actually close to 200, over 100 people, different people interviewed on the show. Um, and um you know, six and a half years, over six and a half years, 346 episodes to give you all uh, awesome content. So uh, I threw out some feelers on a show uh, before a few weeks back and then also on Twitter. So with the Pancakes and Power Sam show, it uh, officially has a Patreon account. So go to patreon.com slash pancakes and power slam. Uh, you know, show your appreciation by, uh, by, you know, giving uh, your your financial dollars. Uh, and also, we have one tier. You know, there, I, I, I'm cool with other people. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm cool with other people um, who has like all types of all types of tiers, <laughs> like hundred dollar tiers, fifty dollar tiers. Listen, there's. The WWE Network's $9.99 a month. So, um, you know, and I appreciate each and every one of your support uh, over the past six and a half years. Um, you know, you guys are awesome. I always say the Pancakes and Power Slams fans are the best fans in the nation. You are all so awesome. And so give, you know, if you can. It's not some isn't some forced promo, you know, give or die type of thing. I really just appreciate the support. So go to patreon.com slash pancakes and power slams. There's a $1 a month donation uh, just as a sign of my, uh, just sign of your appreciation wanted to give financially to the pancakes and power slams show. And then there's a $5.99 tier um, that we're, because I have an interview every week. I've been doing this for years consecutively. An interview, a wrestling interview every single week. We got Johnny Fairplay coming up. We got Robbie E coming up. We got uh, Ken Doan, Kenny Dykstra coming coming up. Uh, so we have a slew of interviews coming up. Uh, what we're going to end up doing is uh, I'm actually going to give a, a fraction of the interview because I spent a lot of I do spend a lot of work. Honest with you, I spent a whole lot of work putting together these interviews. You know, it's so funny because I had Shane Helms on the show one time. 
and I'll never forget it. He said that he had a face, uh, he had a, 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 a podcast for a short time, and <laughs> and he was like, he gave me kudos because of the consecutive uh, weeks without missing one. It's been 346 consecutive weeks without missing a single show. So, um, you know, he gave me kudos both. Uh, thank you, CJ. Um, and yeah, so so basically, you know, he was talking about how he applauded me. He was, we were talking off air and on air as far as just the consistency from my show and the stuff like that. I really, really appreciate that. So I, I appreciate that very, very much. So, um, so yeah, an interview every single week. So a part of the five ninety nine tier, you get um, exclusive acts, Chris. Facebook Live, you get full interviews, uh, you get to be a guest co-host on the show with Evan and I, um, and you also uh, get to so financially contribute to uh, the, Pan- the Pancakes and Power Center show. So, greatly appreciated, and uh, I appreciate all your support, honestly, and uh, thank you so much for, uh, for your just Continue support. This is uh, incredible. And it's been like, what, uh, six and a half years? It'll be seven years in April. And uh, there you go. So thank you so much, guys. Go once again, pan- uh, patreon.com, P A T R E. Yes, I will type the link in. Good job, CJ. Thank you much for that. Patreon.com slash Pancakes and Power Sam. Give full interviews, uh, exclusive logs, exclusive information, uh, exclusive uh, um, live uh, live chat with, with wrestlers, Q&As with wrestlers. Uh, like I said, I know a lot of wrestlers in the business. I'm going to need over 100. Uh, so, um, yeah, there you go. So, thanks so much. Thanks so much, guys. All right. So let's get to the next uh, headline. Um, I appreciate your support. I really do. I really do appreciate your support. You know, you guys are so awesome. And I, and I, and I will always say that. You are you, you're what keeps Pancakes and Power Slam show ticking. And so we have uh, created such a big empire in this past six and a half, six, almost seven years. And I thank you, the fans and the, and the avid listeners and the PNP Nation, uh, for really uh, supporting. I, I just I'm so indebted in, in thank uh, and gratefulness and gratitude for you all. So you all are awesome, as the men would say. All right, so uh, let's get to Daniel Bryan. Uh, I, well, let's get to let's get to Daniel Cormier. Um, so he's planning on retiring at 40 uh, and. Uh, his birthday's in March. So looking at a March date for uh, uh, Cormier versus Lesnar. But Lesnar just signed a, a short-term uh, contract with WWE. Um, so the, the fight could be in jeopardy. Uh, Cormier was recently on TMZ saying that uh, he said that they're certainly, they're certainly going to fight, definitely going to fight. I don't know. We may not. We might not see Cormier versus Lesnar. Um, if Cormier does retire, I can. I can see a. I can see a John Jones versus Lesnar. I can see John Jones. Uh, uh, you know, increasing his weight to to go against.
against Lesnar. Um, you know, that was kind of the money match anyways before Jones uh, got suspended. So we were – the talk was Jones-Lesnar anyways. And so and Cormier, you know, got the title again. Well, he got the lightweight title, and then he got the heavyweight championship and became dual champion. Competing in the heavyweight division, it was – you know, then, then the call out, and the, you know, Lesnar goes to the octagon. Cormier beats Derek Lewis. He calls him out again. So I was, Cormier is a wrestling fan. So you know, he wants to fight Lesnar, and I think that he'll, I think he'll demolish Lesnar. <laughs> to be honest with you, um, but we'll see. I mean, I think the W. I think WWE would be very hesitant. You know, Lesnar doesn't have, according to uh, Meltzer, he he reported this on uh, MMA Fighting, I believe. Um, he doesn't have an exclusive contract to UFC or WWE. He's allowed to appear in the UFC as part of his WWE contract. And so, you know, I think that the WWE would have some type of, of course, I mean, he's the universal champion. So I think the WWE would be very hesitant for him to compete just weeks before Mania. Like, that UFC uh, at March 2nd, that March 2nd date is like four, five weeks before Mania. So, you know, if, if he gets a concussion, that would just throw everything out. You're, you're building up this big WrestleMania match between him and whoever for the Universal Championship, and then he has to, you know, he's concussed. He can't fight. So he that would just be, be – it would be terrible. You know, he could get, get injured. It would be really, really bad to do that. So I can definitely see them if if the Lesnar Cormier thing happens, I can see them dropping the title off Lesnar at Rumble. But the thing is, you kind of want to build Lesnar at that mania spot because you know he's one of the he's one of the biggest uh, names. I mean, he's the biggest name in WWE. So to do that, really, I mean, you know. Um. Uh, you guys, you guys have. Wait a minute. I just missed some awesome comments here. Uh, Gary says, "Thank you for your response. It feels good to be heard." Yeah, you know, you know what's so funny about that? Um, you know, I, I was just thinking about some things to really separate pancakes and power slams from the rest, and I was like, you know what? I really, really appreciate the fan interaction, even when we didn't do live chat every week, which is the best incarnation of Pancakes and Power Slams. Uh, we did a lot of, uh, we used to do call-ins, like back like six years ago, we did call-ins, and that's going to be a part of the um, the, the the Patreon tier, being a guest co-host. Tier. And so that was cool, but it was just kind of like, eh, you know, that was cool. And then, you know, we did some formatting stuff for like a year, year and a half. I had a guest co-host from all different types of websites and uh, wrestlers as co-hosts and things like that. And so I'm very, very happy with this version of the Pancake Show because you all have a voice, you know, and um, I'm really happy about that. And I've always been 
as an entrepreneur, business guy, podcaster for almost seven years, and just, you know, just how my mind works, I always wanted to do something, I always want to do something different, you know what I mean? Like, right. cause you can have the same, you can have the same of a bunch of stuff, so you can start it. Just different, you know, podcasting. When I jumped into podcasting, it was very rare. You too, Evan, you know, we jumped into it. We jumped into a time where it wasn't a dime a dozen like it is. Yeah, it was pod- 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 Podcast <laughs> for everything. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, Russell, Logo, Belt Podcast. You know, uh, uh, a personal training certification right here. Podcast, you know, it's just right. The podcast, podcast. So, different like, engines, podcast, like God, right? Every <laughs> podcast, for everything, and podcast. So it's just there's a podcast for everything. So what makes it different? PMP Nation and you all make it different because you uh, are the voice of the podcast and multi sense. Chris. You and Evan are just as big a part of the PMP Nation as we are. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yes. Uh, all right. So, thanks. So, Gary says, Gary already d- d- uh, uh, signed up for Patreon. Thanks so much, guys. Um, <laughs> Multi says, people in the wrestling community can care about the fans. What kind of monstrosity is this? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, you know what? You know, you know what? You get a applause for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's jump into before we get into this uh, this um, bracket here. Talk about Raw and SmackDown. Just really, everybody in the chat room, just give us your thoughts. We're going, we every week we grade um, Raw and SmackDown because there's so many Raw and SmackDown podcasts. Of course, Wrestling oh, Inc. has the best Raw and SmackDown podcast. Um, check out the Raw podcast on Mondays, the SmackDown podcast on Wednesdays. You have I'm sandwiched between a full Raw and a full SmackDown podcast. Uh, you know, so <laughs> there you go. I'm not gonna. I I don't do. I stop. I stopped giving full like extensive raw and SmackDown reviews a long it's time exhausting. ago because, because yeah, it became so boring to me. Um, uh, Joker says I like the other wing shows, but this was more interactive. I like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. People says I love the interactions on this podcast. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so what do you grade? What's your grade for Raw and SmackDown? Um, to, uh, we'll do that just for those who, uh, yeah, I mean, send your grade for Raw and SmackDown. Raw, well, give it A because of the ending. Well, Becky was nose busted, still taking it hard and not flinching. Raw ending like that with the women, me and Eventing, I, I thought it was a, it was a very, very good ending. Uh, I give everybody a something different. I really enjoyed it. Uh, SmackDown, uh, Big Show couldn't get up after he pinned Big E, which was hilarious. Um, AJ Styles is lost in the shuffle. 
Uh, SmackDown. I think it's SmackDown voted. Uh, but I keep giving SmackDown C pluses as being a Brian being Hill. It, it, I, I like the execution of it. Just the reasoning makes no sense. He said, "Brock, he's going to face Brock. He's going to get squashed. What's the point?" So I guess it nullifies Daniel Bryan in the Miz. Yeah. That was one of the best storylines he had, yeah. consistently going for a year, going on two. And for some reason, when he wrestled, no one cared about the match, or so it just didn't go over well. So now that 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 feud nullifies. So. Then Brian is a heel. It's like okay, whatever. And, and, and it would have been better if they saved it for Survivor Series. Could have had AJ get beat. She knew he was going to lose, and then Daniel Bryan come out to help him out, and then. Uh, but I, 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 I guess yeah. down by C plus. Daniel Bryan actually cost Styles. Is that? Is that what Styles too? Um. Yeah, that would have protected. That would have protected Styles. Um, hey, Sue says uh, this is a great podcast, guys. Love, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Um, let's see. Raw seven to eight, SmackDown Live eight to nine. Both brands had strong finishes. Um, Tammy says uh, Becky saved Raw and SmackDown both sees. Gary says Raw A minus small uh SmackDown B plus. I get it, Brian a B plus player. But do uh <laughs> so I was asking Ax Chris is uh AJ the most boring champion ever. Yeah, yeah, his I don't think I've said this before. I don't think it has anything to do with AJ Styles. He's amazing in the ring. You know, he's AJ Styles, the fans still love him. It's just the booking. He hasn't main evented since Fast lane. That was that was March. So months he hasn't made event. That's ridiculous. Um Ask Evan. There you go. Ask Evan. We got an Ask Evan hashtag. There you go. Multivasking. Who is your favorite active WWE wrestler? Active WWE wrestler. Uh, I got I gotta go. Even though his catchphrase makes no sense, burn it down. I gotta give it a uh, Seth Rollins right now. He's been he's been white hot. He's been consistently good. Great matches overall. Uh, currently, I give it to Seth. And then after um, Seth, I would uh, I didn't need Seth would be Drew. Yeah, those are two fantastic. I'm still trying to figure out what burn it down means, but I guess we'll never get the answers. Like who drove the white Hummer? <laughs> yeah, who drove the White Hummer? Um, yeah, Kimbo, uh, finally catching live. Love the show. Thank you. Appreciate that. Gabriel says Raw C minus SmackDown B minus Joker Raw B minus the ending small uh, SmackDown Live C minus it all fell apart. Okay, cool. Um, for Raw, um, so so Strowman's working injured. Um, <clears throat> And it's it's quite it's quite obvious that he's working injured because like his big boots are like you know well, <laughs> big <hips>. right <laughs> big quad uh, big boots of the quad uh, so it's, it's, it's uh, quite um, 
yeah, <laughs> the sweet shin music. Remember, 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 I yeah. do love sweet shin sweet music. Shin. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what Braun Strowman's pick was, was like. Um, so yeah, so I, 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 I overall, I say a C. The ending was good. Uh, yeah, I think that's what made it C plus. I'm not a fan of the Brian turn. I think it was mistimed. So as far as SmackDown is concerned, but I think it was a solid show overall. The stipulations was good. Stereo Miz, um, Hardy and Almost was good. So I, I'd give SmackDown. Becky's promo was good. Uh, so yeah, SmackDown I'd give it a B, solid B. So all right, so we are going to go. I'm gonna ask a couple more trivia questions. We're gonna get into this bracket. Ask Chris questions first. GHP uh, is asking, uh, funny how they've uh, how they have Raw versus SmackDown for Survivor Series, but for other pay-per-views they promote each other. Right. Definitely not the brand split from 2003. That's a good point. Uh, Taz talking trash about Raw. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Because we're all one company um, to support each other except for the Survivor Series. Right. Right. Promote each other's pay-per-view. Quit. We're split though. But we're competing against against each other at Survivor Series. We don't like each other. Brand supremacy, and then next week, next month, we'll pro, we'll promote your your pay per view. Um, Brain is asking, ask Chris, what are they doing with Lashley? It's awful. Yeah, I've talked about this before. Um, no, my man, <laughs> Leo Rush. Oh, me, I think that I think that Bobby Lashley is being outshined by Leo Rush. I. I I've said that before, and the more the more Raws I see, the more it, it develops, the more I see Lashley comes out, come out, the more I feel that he is being outshined by Leo Rush. And I think the problem with that is, is that you're trying to make the, him a heel, and and Leo Rush is spending spending so much time, you know, saying you know this, this chisel out of stone, blah blah, last week, last week, and all that, but. <laughs> he's he's outshining Lashley, uh, and then the pose they're they're trying so Maybe much to do all this pose, like that they're trying to draw heat by doing that, but it's failing miserably. I just this whole thing that they're doing with Lashley, and I've said this before, it's terrible. This the way that they're booking him as a heel is 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 terrible. Um. Jesus is asking, uh, is the Charlotte versus Ronda matches our Survivor Series underrated? I think this is the match to watch. Yeah, it's going, it's going to be a good match. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a good match. Nothing to it, though, honestly. <laughs> there's no nothing. There, there, there's no anything to it. Um, no rhyme, no reason. Whoa, Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Okie dokie. It's, it's, there's nothing. There's no stipulation to it. There's nothing that's drawing me to watch it, and that's what wrestling should be. What? Why? Why am I draw? What? What's drawing me? You know, back in the day, um, but back in the day, I remember it was all about hype. It was all about making people exciting. You know, to watch show, to watch the pay per view. But now I'm just like, okay, so you think just throwing matches? at us is going to cause us to be excited about watching a pay-per-view like just throwing matches at us that's not going to do anything so 
Yeah, but I, I agree. Lashley should be treated like Brock Lesnar. I want to see Lesnar Lashley at Mania. That's my ideal match. Hopefully, and I said this before. I think I said this last week. Ideally, I would want to see um, Lashley break away from Leo Rush. You know, he'd say this is, you know, being with you actually hurt my career. He wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, he breaks away. He gets, he becomes a babyface. We see Lashley versus Lesnar at Mania. Uh, and, you know, that, that's a kind of clash of the titans type of thing. And I think that, you know, that, that type of irresistible force versus immovable objects, that's a foolproof plan for a WrestleMania, period. A foolproof plan. We saw with Andre Hogan. And, you know, that's just a, a, foolproof, plan, a foolproof plan. And I think lastly, Lesnar would do the job for that clash of the titans type of field. And, Lashley could go in the ring. Um, he's, a, he's a great worker, and so yeah, I think uh, I think it is sell tickets. I think it'll be exciting to watch. Next trivia question: The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series, and who won? The first Elimination Chamber match debuted at which Survivor Series, and who won? Be sure to like, uh, comment, subscribe. Um, to the channel, follow at Cray Wrestling uh, on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Chris Prolific. Um, leave some positive comments uh, on the show if you liked it. If you didn't like it, tweet me and say, "Hey, Chris, uh, I don't like the show." <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, Brandon, Brandon, uh, once again, killing it on the trivia. 2002 Shawn Michaels. Great stuff. I uh, can't help myself. Lex is asking, could there be a twist with Ronda Charlotte and Charlotte wins the belt and goes to Raw? Nah, possibly. Possibly. I don't see Ronda Rousey losing, though. Uh, I don't see her losing probably until Mania, actually. GHP uh, is asking, uh, this might be out of the WWE regimen as far as having Raw versus SmackDown and Mania, but I wouldn't mind them touching up with the Becky versus Ronda situation. There's been so much heat with these two. I think you can do it at Rumble because, you know, both both uh, Becky and Charlotte won't be in the Rumble because I mean, both Becky and Rousey uh, won't be in the Rumble. Um, so, you know, have them two go against each other at the Rumble. So that's, I think that's a good way to do it. Um, and with Gabriel, do you think WWE would have had a sketchy finish tonight at SmackDown resulting in Triple Threat after SummerSlam would just go with what they went with tonight? I don't want to see a Triple Threat at all. <laughs> I don't want to see Daniel Bryan. I, I think we've I think we've came to the conclusion on this show that they'll probably have Brock Lesnar squash Daniel Bryan. A heel Daniel Bryan would probably have Lesnar squash him like they did, like he did at Kevin Owens uh, on the house show uh, when he squashed him. So we will see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's zoom, let's zoom through. We got like ten minutes. So let's zoom through this play of the week. We might not even make it to the second round. This might have to go another week, honestly, because we want to get to the uh, Survivor Series predictions too. So let's uh, do as much as we can. At least get out of a round, and then um, we'll get to Survivor Series. All right, here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. 
Seuss, do you think Shawn asked Chris, do you think Shawn Michaels first AJ Styles that made it could happen? No, I don't see it. Honestly, I don't see it. Um, all right, so we go. Here's the here's the bracket here. Let's start off with uh, Styles versus Mysterio. Who's who's a better uh, theme song? This is the uh, this is through Twitter. This is the, I tweeted last week, and uh, you all gave me these options. Uh, it was originally sixteen. <laughs> Uh, Multi says my Survivor Series predictions are the fans. Dude, man, you are killing it with the comments tonight. <laughs> are the fans are my Survivor Series predictions are not the fans lose. <laughs> uh, I love it. Let's zoom through this as much as we can so we can get to these Survivor Series predictions. Um, all right, looks like uh, Styles. People like Styles' theme song better. Uh, so. right. Styles. Uh, wins. All right, next is uh, Alistair Black versus Randy Orton. GHP was not a ha- was not a happy camper about this one. I get Black. Orton, he needs something new. Gosh, he, yeah, he needs something new. I thought you needed something new. She, especially as a heel now, I could tell that they. I dyed her hair, you know, to make it a more of a heel look, which I like, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you got? I see Orton, I see, I see Orton more than Black right now. So, Randy Orton? He needs something new. Some more. Some... Some more. Um, <laughs> Oksana. All right, who we got? Who we got? So we can zoom past this. Uh, all right, so the next looks like we're tied with Orton and Black. The next one I see wins. The one next one I see advances. Randy Orton versus Aleister Black. Um, all right, who we got? Who we got? Randy Orton versus Al- all right, Aleister Black. The next one I see. All right. Um, Carmella versus Asuka. Oh, Asuka, easily. Carmella versus Asuka. I got Dance one for you. <laughs> we can do in the future the worst theme songs. Yeah, the worst theme songs are good too. <laughs> We're all American boys. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm friends with this, this legend. I've, I've told him to his face only after only two years of being good friends with him and knowing that he won't punch me in the face. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff did Mr. Wonderful theme in WCW with the lady singing. They call him Mr. Horrible. <laughs> he, he, he hates that theme too, by the way. Yes, he does. Oh, oh man. man. Why did you? <laughs> they got to be top five. <laughs> they call him Mr. Wonderful. I don't know what's worse, the lady singing, the lady, the the woman singing, the version with the woman singing or the instrumental? Oh, man. Can't hear anything. 
sorry, all I hear is background music. Sorry for the technical difficulties. 